It's aid. A D E. Aid. What? Aid. Oh, air dropping news. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Welcome to Odd, Strange, and Drunk, where three friends talk about things that are odd and strange while drunk. I'm Michael. I'm, I'm Renee. Oh! Oh, Bree. Bree coming in clutch. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and it's okay. And I hear uh, you're prepared for this to be your what? Your second? Second loudest episode. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. only takes until episode 43 for that to start happening. <laughs> 44. Right. This is her second. The first time was 43. Oh, well, no, technically, because we had an 11.2 episode. So oh, technically, right. that one is 44. And, and the Halloween one. I'm not saying it drives me crazy, but. It's not I very was, hard, though. I <laughs> voted for that one to be number 12, and they voted me down on that one to be 11.2. So I let's, had to bend and grare it. Huh? I don't remember let's why. Which I never make decisions and take sides. So I know. And <laughs> Bree took a side. So I had I did to. not. Shut, you did. I was just no. there silent. Nope. You picked what a side. What episode was this? It was Bree's episode. I said, you have to pick. And so Bree picked. And I said, okay. So oh, I had me to, to pick. That makes sense. Yeah. So I had to shut up and do it that way. And I'm not saying it drives me nuts, though, but. Wow. We're on episode 44. She's still upset about episode 11.2. I, lis- I listened <laughs> to <laughs> it. <Too soon. laughs> I listened to it uh, while I was cleaning on Saturday. So maybe that's why it sparked oh, a little bit. Oh, because I don't even, I didn't even remember that at all. I don't even know why we did 11.2, but I'm sure it made sense as to why we did 11.2. Um, Bree did a Reddit episode where she, uh, oh, the read Reddit a spooky, story. Yeah. She read a spooky story and Michael a picked a number two. I picked number one. Somehow Michael won. And then I decided I wanted to win too. So she read mine as well. <laughs> yeah. She read both stories. Yeah. She You're said pick yeah. one. That's right. Spicy yeah. that night. So. That makes sense. Yeah. 11.2 yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because mm. Bree went twice in a row. Mm. Okay. Mm. It was a continuation anyway. of 11. So, wow, I thought it was my episode. Oh, I'm sorry. No, do you know what? I'll switch it up then. You guys got anything odd or strange no. to share? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just blasted somebody's car speaker. Um, I'll have to turn that down. I'm sorry. Anybody? Oh I, oh, I do have odd and strange things. Are we really doing that instead of what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, I have a couple odd things. Takes a swig. (laughs) I got a cool little squishy because um, I have a really bad habit of getting distracted and a little fidgety while we're recording. So I found this at Walmart. Actually, no, I found it at Lynn's, which is a grocery store here for $6. And I thought it would be quiet enough on recording. So hopefully you guys can't even hear it because it's like, yeah, it sounds really silent to me. But it's just like a little foam thing so I can sit here and fidget with it. It's really squishy and it's aerial and it's in the shape of Mickey ears. So it's really cute. Um, the cute. other odd and strange thing is I went to Walmart the other day with my client and I've been wanting a, a desk for the craft room. And um, I thought I found one at Target for $60 and I had talked about my with my client about going to Walmart or to Target 
and he picked Walmart instead. And I was like, uh, and then I had a feeling I was like, I wonder if I can find one cheaper at Walmart. So we went to Walmart and while we're walking around, we, I just peeked by the desks and I saw this one desk on display and it was beautiful. Um, and it said $109 and I was like, yay. And then I looked mm. down and there was one for $40 that was also really oh. beautiful and it. also looked oddly similar to the one on display. Oh. But the price tag said $40. So I took a picture of it because there was only one there, but it was in that $40 spot. Took a picture of it because I was like, I don't know, but we'll see. Took it up front. Scanned it. It came up the $109. Flagged somebody down. And I was like, hey, I." it said $40. I took a picture of it because I was... It, you know, it seemed yeah. too good to be true. The guy went back there and said, the tag even said, match the barcode and everything. So he goes, they must have done a price change and forgot to pull that tag. I got a $109 desk for $40. So I'm yeah. going to send you a picture of my new setup yes, because I set it up tonight right before we recorded. That's why I asked Bree if you were close because I had like 10 minutes I could set up the desk real quick. Oh, ooh. So let me send you a cute little picture. So now I'm in the new spot. That's why the background looks a little different and um, at the desk and it feels really good and the craft room's clean. Um, yeah. And then I have one more odd thing if you guys got a chance, if that's okay. Oh, I like that. Oh, actually, well, I have two more odd things. If oh, that's okay. yeah. So, okay. So the other thing was after Target, I was driving my client home. And we were listening to an 80s radio station. And this one song was playing. And for some reason, I was thinking about the Smash Mouth song, um, All Star. <laughs> but it was totally mm -hmm. a different song. But it just popped in my head. And I was like, oh, you know, that that's a good song. Um, whatever. But again, 80s radio station. Okay. Guess mm -hmm. what song played next? What? Was it All Star? It was. That's weird. I, that's from 2000s. I know. And I was like, That's two I don't decades know. difference. Like, I no, no, know. No. And it only plays 80s. And mm -hmm. I was just thinking about it. I don't know how or what went on in the universe. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, but today, you guys know how I don't clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I, read. <laughs> yeah. I don't clean. And it's not because I don't I mean who likes to clean, but like um I've just always kind of struggled with cleaning mostly because um I think the depression and part of the ADHD and stuff, I just have never been able to like do a task or I'll start a task and it feels like too much or too overwhelming and I can't I just physically, mentally can't do it. Um, today, the dogs woke me up at um, 7.30. So between 7.30 and um, half an hour ago, which was 10.30, I did six loads of laundry, two loads of dishes, wow. uh, cleaned the baseboards in my room, moved my bed and vacuumed everything under my bed, moved the bed back, moved all of our, the, both of our nightstands vacuumed everything under there 
um, tore apart the dog's beds and put them back together and vacuumed all them, cleaned both bathrooms, the tubs, everything, the floors, everything, um, cleaned up the kitchen and the living room, went to Target <laughs> and lunch with Peterson, um, and I'm trying to think. I think that was it for the cleaning. Oh, and the desk. But I mean. Wow. Yeah. yeah before that's... I could maybe do half of a task. So I think the Hi, medicine's working. You? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was about to say like meds do that, you know, and it's it's great. Holy it's crap. crazy. Whereas like on my weekend, you know, like when I don't take mine, I'm I'm in bed all day. You know, yeah. I, I don't I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. So but then after like, you know, during the week, it's like I feel productive. Like, I can actually yeah. do stuff. So, yeah, it definitely is life-changing. Yeah, it, it's crazy because normally for the weekends, I would just be vegging. Oh, and we cleaned on Saturday. I went to my work and cleaned the my work building, and we cleaned for an hour and a half each. So, I mean, Kevin and I both cleaned an hour and a half, but... Um, so that was my Saturday and then today cleaning all day, but Kevin was just getting ready to go up north for work. And uh, while he was getting ready and, and sleeping most of the day, I was cleaning up the house cause it's been needing to get done. And I just like, it didn't feel like a burden and something that I wanted to do and needed to do. And, and instead of sitting down and just watching TV all day long, I was just like, Oh, let me just get these things done. And Peterson and Trey came over after we went to target and lunch um, Trey came over with the dogs and met us here and we played a couple games. And then as soon as they left, I just started cleaning again. Like it was nothing like it. Wow. It, it is <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just little, little wins like that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Kay. Small victories. Um, yeah, also, sounds like a big victory. Yeah. <laughs> insane kevin was like who are you and i was like yeah no <laughs> yeah you're like surprise me either. <laughs> yeah um and i'm drinking i did half of a seltzer and it's a strawberry daiquiri flavored i noticed with the medication um i get buzzed i drink i drink one drink and i got really buzzed so i'm doing just half because i need to take my medicine after this so hopefully one half is okay Yay. Anyways, we'll see. somebody else's turn now. I, I've taken up a lot of time. <laughs> Bitch, it hasn't even been like 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was but like, you basically, took like three, and that was it. I know, but I I'm taking I up so much time, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just How the whole episode. Three whole minutes. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I can't believe we never even referenced that at all yesterday no brie yesterday. brought the kids over swimming yesterday oh, oh that's with, right uh, josh for his birthday and how was that okay let me tell you about that bitch oh. you know what she said at the end of the day no not brie freya the four-year-old oh, yeah but you still. know what she said at the end of the day so then she thanks. comes up to me and thanks I'm for my pool away. <laughs> no so she's gauzy like she, I'm putting stuff away, you know, and everybody's like getting changed and stuff. And then she comes up and she's like, so you're supposed to sing me happy birthday because it's my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, like, I have heard her. Speechless. <laughs> yes. She's I have heard her. Come on now. So all I heard was like, sing happy birthday, 
something something birthday and i was like oh my birthday and she's like no my birthday i was like oh so you're gonna sing happy birthday for my birthday today and she's like no it's my birthday you're supposed to sing to me it is i was like sienna this bitch just told me i have to sing to her Uh (laughs) god damn yeah that was that was funny but we had a lot of fun uh and josh was doing flips off the cliff and he went and got stuff that was at that went to the bottom of the pool because we didn't want to go do it no hell no keegan i was having keegan was flipping over me i had him like on my thigh and then i'd flip him over my shoulder flips like that is fine but if i saw him flipping off of the 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 cliff i uh uh-uh i can't do that oh no i've never been able to do a flip period i can't watch somebody do that I can't watch really do you watch too much like um what was it ridiculousness and stuff no Ugh. I when I was a kid that place that I keep telling you guys we should go to I came up here to visit my aunt when we were kids and I watched this uh young kid do a flip into the pool and as he did the f- front flip his face hit the concrete and so it just smacked the concrete and as he scraped and came Ugh. up so when he came up all his face was broken and his nose was broken and so he just Ugh. came up and it was gushing blood so ever since then I all that. i remember as a kid was a flip and then blood so i can't watch people do flips into pools it gives Ooh. me so I much bet. anxiety so off of the off of the off of the big like five yeah, foot cliff. cliff i would have yeah. an aneurysm like Nope. No, thank you. Can't do it. Just hearing uh. it makes nope. I'm a I'm a I'm a hit <laughs> stop. Well, Good night. And... Good night. <laughs> <laughs> he penciled and just did um cannibals. That... That's all he did. Oh that... oh that's fine. I thought you said a flip off of the thing. Well. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you're making me feel better. I'm trying to distract you and it worked, but now I feel bad because it happened too fast. She was feeling bad that she just went on this whole tangent for nothing. <laughs> Oh, oh she doesn't get the joke. Too late. Oh, we're gonna talk about oh. mama. <laughs> Bree, do you have anything? Um, not really. Odd or strange. Just uh, celebrated Freya's birthday this weekend. It was fun. Had lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Wore them out. They both knocked the f- out <laughs> last night, and that was great. But Freya had fun, and that's all that matters. That's so good. Yeah, Your little um. Like Christmas morning surprise for huh? her birthday was so Seriously. cute. It was adorable. That was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. I was trying to the think presents of. presents laid out and set up like it was Christmas day. Well, so like usually for their birthdays, I'll put like banners out or whatever. Sometimes I'll do streamers on their door. And I did it for mm-hmm. her so she could walk out to it. And I put like a banner above her head too that had like tassels. And mm-hmm. so she woke up to it. Fortunately, they were so excited. They all woke up at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning after going to bed oh. at 10 p.m. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. I mean, that's eight hours. Yeah, sure. For <laughs> who? For well, for the, that's what I'm saying. Eight hours for the kids. It's not like they only yeah. got like four hours of sleep. Yeah. So Still. they were all excited. We hung out. She got to open all those presents and we set it out. And then we went to LOL Kids Club, which is like an indoor play place. Here we did that for two and a half, three hours straight. And then they got cotton candy after, and then we drove. It was like bigger more. than their head, by the way. Yeah. So many pictures, it was and you could only see candy. their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It was so cute. 
Um, but it was a machine there that made the cotton candy for you. So it made like design. Some had like a heart or like a star and there was what? like a circle one. It was cool looking. Um, wow, this is out of control. Yeah. That's crazy. And then after that, we went, got them lunch, drove home. Josh came over, picked us up. Then we drove to Michael's and we went swimming for three hours. Three, four hours. I don't know. Three hours. I think it was, it like was three, from three like three to five thirty ish. Yeah. And then yeah. got them out of the car, went and got lunch or dinner, and then they knocked the fuck out. <laughs> nice. Busy day. Sounds like a good day, oh, though. It was fun. And then her birthday party was today, so mm. she had lots of fun. It was at a, a gymnastics place. Cool. Oh, wear them out even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> down it's a science at this point <laughs> <laughs> it really is a whole math equation to yeah. equal map <laughs> instead of e equals mc squared tired equals running it's running, uh times you gotta multiply the time <laughs> multiply with, by uh, food lunch, the length of activity <laughs> snack time incorporated <laughs> yeah there you go you gotta throw that in sometimes well what are you yeah. drinking um, well, right now I'm drinking water because I had the wonderful idea of, because I hadn't had anything to drink and I was trying to hurry, I opened the Long Island, hadn't tried it yet, <laughs> that little can. Was it Long Islandly? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was strong and I chugged half of it and I'm like, <gasps> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> That's probably so- like 13% too. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I got water. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I will. Uh, I was given an update by my boss. Um, <gasps> he said okay, that next. he said that they found four more, so they're now at oh. 95 out of 100. Wow. That's pretty close. Yeah. Oh, I want to know ducks? where the other five are that yeah that yeah. they haven't found. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to know Ca- where those five are. So. Michael and Bree came up to visit me last weekend and hid a bunch of ducks as well. Kevin Kevin was trying to cook dinner the other day and kept throwing ducks out of the fridge. (laughs) Out of everywhere. Yeah. He would open something up and then he'd throw a duck. (laughs) I found a duck on the web camera before we started recording. Peterson came over there today and came out of the bathroom and was like, why are there ducks everywhere? And I was like, what do you mean? I I was like, I found them all in the bathroom. She goes, no, there's some up. And I was like, God damn it. I didn't look up. So, you know, Bree didn't hide that one. (laughs) I was not climbing today. Nope. Oh, man. It just, oh, so funny. There's one that I'm really, really proud of, but I wouldn't be able to show you it because when I went to go show Brie, I couldn't find it again. And yeah, it was great. For like another minute. I was like, oh, 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 wait, wait. If you look right there, there it is. Found it. <laughs> Perfect. So how many ducks was it again? I know you took 10. Let's see, it's 160 plus 60. So there's 220. So you got 210 in your house. No, uh, you said it was six or 160 plus 50. So it was because that was accounting for the 10 for Ryan. Yeah. And then I took 10 over to my brother's house or my parents. No, house, it so. was it was one pack of 160, one pack of 60. I had already taken out oh. the 10 that you took. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I hid yeah. some at my brother's house. 
Um, yeah. So I found when I had texted him, I had found ninety nine, and at this point, <laughs> I lost count. And she's like, "I still so, have sixteen more or something." You said something yeah. about having sixteen more. Like, and oh my gosh, like, I can't believe it. And I was like, "So actually, so you I have over a hundred more. Another hundred. Cool I think we found another like maybe twenty. But I'd have to go back through and count them because I don't know. We were brutal. Michael made fun of yeah, me because I, of how brutal I was, too. We but didn't take also, pictures, either. We yeah. went to bed at the same time. So when the fuck did you do it? <laughs> uh, no, you, you thought we thought went to bed at we the went same to bed. time. <gasps> <laughs> and I went to bed at the same time. You bastard. Actually, we didn't we even lie. I don't know why. I don't know why you assumed that, though, because you said, okay, well, I'm going to bed. I don't care what you guys do, but I'm going to bed. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know why you assumed that we were also going to bed. Well, I thought because I think Bree or you said, yeah, we'll be to bed, but. Oh, yeah, Bree. She was like practically falling asleep, but then we Here were we like, am. all right, let's do it. <laughs> Here we go. Time. I went. Uh, yeah, we hit uh, every single one that we had, including the ones that Kevin found. We rehid those. Yeah, that was great. All the ones in yeah. the kitchen were in the whole pile. <laughs> We read out all those. We took it. Oh my god! And then gosh. we would also lay out all of them and be like, "Okay, what colors are good?" We had a lot of greens left over, which was weird. <laughs> yeah, well, those were good for the green bathroom, and the blues were good for the blue kitchen. And that, there were some white ones that I was, I was like, like "These are the white ones hidden, are the like hidden." Yeah. You picked all my Plain china sight. ones. I was sad. <gasps> all my china hutch. There were I was so like. Many. <laughs> I was a little pissed because I was like, if they had broken any of my china to put these ducks in, it was all brie. Fine, you were fine. You were fine. You were fine. Fine. I gently, delicately put no, the you... ducks on the china. You were she fine, but they were smart. The because... thing and she's like, tink, tink, tink. Done. <laughs> well, because it's smart. Open up the other door. <laughs> they were white ducks with white china. I, I'm surprised I fucking saw them. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> That was the one. That was fun. One. Kevin was pissed about his Legos. He was like, if I find one more fucking duck in my fucking Legos. And I was like, Ooh. They're not in it. They're on it. It's still. They're, they're near it. Whatever. Oh. Yeah, near <laughs> it. I don't think he was. visiting for a while, Michael. Okay. It was I like... didn't touch any of his Legos. I didn't touch his Legos. I touched the ducks that went on the Legos. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Don't be worried that he was pissed. He was just like, you know, pissed. A little possessive. Yeah, mm, that's a good way to praise it. <laughs> oh well, well, it's been fun so, finding the ducks. Yeah, so there was uh, that, and I have a whole bunch of other stuff that's not necessary. Um, oh, also, just want to justify my whole half birthday thing. Macaroni Grill sends out a free dessert coupon <laughs> for your half birthday, <laughs> so Ooh. that's why I was sending out. Oh, so what are you guys getting me? Because Macaroni half Grill sends reminder. me a coupon. Dutch Bros also does the same thing. So when we did Dutch Bros last weekend for you guys, Kevin used his half birthday coupon. That's part of why but we went. But then also at the After sacrifice the of the credit card. Oh. The, oh. Wasn't it like the the, de the debit card that was oh, used? He hasn't no, I think that was a gas <laughs> oh. station. No, because it, it... Yeah, it, I think the, it was a gas station. The, the, somebody stole a hundred and something dollars off of our card. Um, but it happened after, or no, before Dutch Bros. So it happened before Dutch Bros. Oh, I thought it was mm -hmm. right after. No, it was before because then she was like, after, then we have this random charge for Dutch Bros. And I was like, ooh, I could have said that was a uh, fraud. 
and gotten free coffee, <laughs> but that's a lie, and we're not supposed to do that. Hey. hey. Yeah, because people in St. George never lie. Never. It's illegal. It sounds like you have a chihuahua I back there. <laughs> 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 right under him. <laughs> a good vantage point, really. That was cute. Oh, oh, last thing that I'll say, though, is that uh, here's a hot take. Um, talk take it. Well, wow. TikTok. <laughs> Not allowed. TikTok is overcrowded um, and people need to be removed. It needs to be limited because the comment section used to be funny. And now all you ever see is first here before viral. Why isn't this viral? Do they respond? And stupid shit like that. And I'm sick and yeah. tired of it. I'm taking a stand. Yeah. <sighs> Take a stand. I'm so annoyed. People used to be so funny. And now everybody says like the same exact thing. Yeah. It says mm -hmm. stupid shit like that. I'm over it. I'm done. Agreed. Most of the time, I don't so... even look at the comments anymore because of that shit. No, yeah. Whereas before, that was where the gold was at. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you would you would remind me too, like, oh, did you look at the comments? And I would mm -hmm. always forget. But now it's like, okay, I have to go to the comments. And that's all I see. And now I get pissed. Well, and some of the time I was like, I would only send you the videos because of the comments. And now it's like, hmm. It's annoying. And do you know what those creators actually? Okay, here's another hot take. Those creators should also, so should one, not be responding to those because they do. They like them and they comment on them. Two, they should actually be deleting those comments. They should be oh, getting great. rid of them because it's just spam. And great. another, my third hot take is that I report all of those comments as spam because they Ooh. are. And they're fake engagement. Boom. My goal. I don't have time to Damn. do that because apparently I'm too busy cleaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's why you have TikTok o'clock. It's designated time for TikTok. But when you have designated time, though, too, and you have to spend a lot of that seeing that bullshit, like mm. that's annoying. I also caught up on your TikToks today. I don't know how I had all this time in the world today. I also caught up on your 72 TikToks. You know, it's funny that you keep saying that, but uh, the last like five days or so, I only have TikTok messages from you and only you. Like today was 11. I think yesterday or something was like eight. And it's like, I go through, I'm like, wow, I have like 18 messages or whatever. And some seven of them are like somebody, like people liking my comments and stuff like that. And then it'll be like, okay, so I read all of those. And it's like 11. Wait, Renee sent 11. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's just Renee sending me stuff. I've um, somehow balanced my sleep medication. So before I was having a really hard time with the sleep meds, um, trying to like figure out when I'll fall asleep and how, and I even got like the headphones and the music and the sleep podcasts and the, <coughs> excuse me, and the, and the, the, and the right. And the, the the eye mask and like I was having to sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and hope and hope and hope and then I'd fall asleep. Um, but now um, it's it's finally I think my body's getting used to it and I'm I can watch a couple videos on TikTok and then fall asleep. So um, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah, um, if I take it at least like i i lay down in bed and then i have about an hour and then i'll fall asleep so i can watch a show watch some tiktoks or watch like lately i've been watching stranger things and that's about an hour for an episode so i can watch a whole episode and then fall asleep so and yeah, cool. i don't i don't have to wear the eye mask i don't have to wear the headphones i can just fall asleep and i have n never experienced that before so that's really another little bonus thing where it's like wow 
things are balancing out. Anyway. Well, that's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll get into it in a way. Okay. So, have you guys heard of this time? I'll yes. actually tell you what I'm talking about. Oh, oh you have? <laughs> heard of okay. Them. Then never mind. <laughs> then I'll just get right into it. During World War One, <laughs> your mom. No, <laughs> your mom. Uh, so have you guys heard about the? There's a couple different names to it, but. Right here is the Australian Emu War of 1932. No, what is that? <laughs> uh, boy, howdy, am I about to tell you. <laughs> I will take up the next half hour to tell you. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> Bria, have you heard of it? No. Okay, cool. All right, so then we'll start with the background of it. Uh, during World War I, uh, 1916, the Australian government started something called a quote, soldier settlement scheme. Um, I, I think you guys may have, have you guys heard about something like that? I, the U.S. did something like it, too. It sounds what? familiar. Settlement scheme? So, um, here, I, I'll, have you seen those abandoned houses on the way from here to SoCal? You know, those crazy, yeah. weird yeah. abandoned houses. That was part of our version of it, where uh, they give soldiers... Uh, abandoned land and they could build their own places and their own houses but then in turn like they ended up being abandoned too part of the part of why our third amendment happened question mark i don't know what the i don't remember what the third amendment is i don't have a soldiers it's been like 10 years soldiers during wartime are not allowed to come into your home uninvited and stay oh no this is they had to build their own house so uh, they were given like abandoned land. It's basically to try and uh, repopulate deserted areas. And so like the one in California and stuff, they had to build their own houses, but they were given like the money to do it. And it was also kind of a way to um, like rejuvenate the economy and uh, morale in a way too, and give, because employment was low as well. So to give them something to do when they came back and just rejuvenate something. So in uh, Australia, it was... To help veterans who had served in the war in World War One find employment by giving them land to take up farming in Western Australia. And so that was just specifically for farming. Uh, when it came to the Great Depression in 1929, the land was also given in lieu of payment because the government couldn't Thank afford you. to pay them pensions. Beatrix, get out. The... The policy settled more than 5,000 returned soldiers, and by 1929, just over 3,500 remained on the land, according to the National Museum Australia. The veterans mainly cultivated wheat, which is the crop the government had highly encouraged them to grow with the promise of assistance in the form of subsidies. However, wow. the Australian government refused to follow through on that promise, and the wheat prices continued to fall. Hmm. Wow! So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of the Australian government said, "Hey, we'll do this for you," and then they didn't. They were yeah. like, "LOL, who? You found one?" <laughs> no, I, was, I I found them earlier. I just I was trying to be funny. Okay. Well, you're pretty funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone okay so by october 1932 the farmers were refusing to deliver the wheat due to the lack yeah. of subsidies which then in turn caused an increase in their wheat supply because they're not getting rid of it 
Yep. In 1922, just seven years after the lands were allocated to veterans, emus began to come in and devastate the farms by eating and spoiling crops and destroying their fences, which then allowed rabbits to come in and cause even more problems. Great. Yeah. Trying to do something whole, for the better. And it's like, nah, it's fuck you. Nope. Chain reaction there of, because uh, they have the overpopulation basically of wheat. So then the emus mm-hmm. come in and they eat it and they destroy the fences to bring in rabbits as well, which also eat the stuff. Yep, and eat all their other so shit the, too, probably. The farmers are just screwed left and right. Well, they're also Damn. veterans too. So these veterans are screwed left and right uh-huh. by mm. everyone. <laughs> Did I tell you about um, Kevin getting into a fist fight with an emu? No. I definitely yeah, would have remembered that. So um, they didn't have animal control out where he works out there for a while. And uh, one guy owned an emu. And it escaped its pen at one point. And so Kevin had to go, like, try to wrangle it. And they're mean bastards. Like, they are mean. And so they it was mean. not wanting to come. So Kevin was able to get a sleep slip lead over its neck. And it was, like, pecking and trying to get after him and everything. And it went to go peck him in the face. And Kevin punched it instead. <laughs> got, got into, like, a little bit fight. Yeah, and I watch I watched the body cam video. It was so funny. And then not Kevin, the body cam, right? Fuck. And then Kevin just pulled the leash as hard as he could, and just choked it out and let it collapse, and then dragged it back to its pin and locked it oh in there. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, talk about the great emu battle of what was it, twenty twenty one? Seriously, COVID. <laughs> It was probably 2022. I don't know. I should ask him. That's funny. It was just last year. <laughs> probably. I maybe it was 21. Oh I'll have gosh. to ask him. But yeah, <laughs> it's fucking funny. Jeez. He hates emus now. He's like fucking bastards. I mean, understandable. Yeah, I he bet. has a valid reason. <laughs> yeah. But after all of this that I read to you guys, you'll understand why the emu is very angry and why they hate people and why they're douchebags. Oh well, I thought so they were it, just it's, born that way. It's actually, it's actually oh pretty God, funny. Yeah, like on the TikTok with Karen, mm-hmm. Karen the Karen the emu, uh, mm-hmm. the farm lady. Oh yeah. And Karen comes up and was like, <sighs> she like mm-hmm. has to grab her by the neck. No, Karen, no. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so spoiling rabbits. Oh. It's not uncommon for emus to migrate from inland to the coast after breeding season, uh, but with the farming land and additional water supply available for livestock, because Western Australia wasn't like popularized pretty much. So now there is, and now there's water over there. Mm-hmm. So now there's water and there's food for them. Uh, the emus decided to just reside there instead, because why travel anymore when we can just stay here? Yeah. Uh, Specifically, it's the farming land around Wal. Oh gosh, Walgulan, Wal Walgulan. I don't know. Okay. And Chandler. So, up until this point, the government had emus classified as a quote protected species, but they very quickly reclassified emus to quote vermin when this issue between the Damn. birds and the farmers started. So all bets were off by then. Yeah. And it was, it's well documented that by 1932, there were more than 20,000 emus confirmed in the farming lands. 
alone. Jesus? 20,000? 20,000 just attacking. That's like, I, <laughs> there's gotta be less, I bet there's yeah, less okay. pigeons than that here in Vegas. <laughs> you know, uh, that stampede like, oh, in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I see. You know what? That is a great comparison, actually, kind of to what happens later on. Yeah. Uh, so oh. keep that in mind a little bit. They're yeah. uh, they're uh, flocking this way. This way. <laughs> you know, I was so when I was sleeping today. You know, one of my many naps, um, and I woke <laughs> up to Jurassic Park, and all I heard was the trumpet. Was like. Dun, 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 dun. And they're in the helicopter, so it's kind of like background music. Yeah, I was like, what is there's a disturbance in the forest? I must wake up. That is the wrong movie. I've been summoned. No, well, so then I fell back asleep, and then I woke up, and uh, what's his name was stealing. Why did I forget his name? Was stealing the the DNA vials and putting them in the Barbasol can. So that's when I woke up again, and I was like, oh, "I think I'll change the channel now." <laughs> okay, so now uh, fed up farmers, uh, again many of them war veterans, went and complained to Sir George Pierce, who is the Minister of Defense, and they complained about the bird problem and asked for a solution. <laughs> the, okay. The former soldiers actually specifically requested machine guns to fight off the emus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. We need some Do machine guns to fight off these giant Jeez, birds. Like, I love it. It, it, escalated. it escalated so quickly. Like, yeah. No, we need I help. Need Give us machine gun. guns. It's the only thing that'll work. So being ex-military wait, himself, wait. Sir George Pierce... In Russia, huh? we use machine guns to take out emus. Well, what's the Australia version? <laughs> oh, well, good luck. <laughs> good day, mate. You can see the gears in, turning. Good day. Good day. In, in, in Australia, we use machine mate. guns to take out the emu. Sound like a robot. Down on the bottom. Bye, Australia. Australia. Thanks for listening before the. Appreciate yeah. you. Emu. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop emu title. <laughs> boom boom emu. Now need <laughs> machine so gun. Meat moop. <laughs> okay, so anyways, so being ex-military himself, Sir George Pierce agreed, but with certain terms and conditions. Jeez. These terms and conditions. Okay, just okay. No. So. <laughs> they're pretty funny no. the first half makes sense the other doesn't so the guns were only to be used by military personnel and troop transportation would be paid for by the western australian government Shut sounds up. fine right but the farmers would have to pay for the ammunition and provide food and housing for the deployed soldiers what i'm we've been bored yeah. to go shoot some emus <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> me, so they're like, we'll bring the guns, Pokemon but you hunting. have to provide, you have to pay for the bullets. You have to pay for that, and then we'll go buy the bullets. But then also, yeah. uh, everybody grab a soldier. That's your new roommate. <laughs> your buddy. 
Honestly, sister. why didn't they just round up one emu at a time and just drop them off at random states and places and countries? <laughs> okay, well, oh, let me just airdrop some fucking emus. Airdrop the UK. You know, here you go. You know what my cousin likes to do? She likes to randomly airdrop pictures to strangers that are inappropriate. I not believe like, it. Not like nasty pictures, but like weird memes. So why not just airdrop some emus to people? <laughs> but literally, no, I have like okay, I believe that. Tim, 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 <laughs> airdropping emus mm-hmm. to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what? Actually, that is a whole war tactic in itself. Actually, I think you're onto something. Right? They try to do it with velociraptors. <gasps> why not emus? It's, it's aid, a d e aid. What? Aid. We're gonna send some aid. aid. (laughs) (laughs) Although that sounds bad because operate never mind. Oh well. Operation AIDS? Oh. I mean But what's the S for? It's not plural. (laughs) But yes, I get what you mean. (laughs) Okay, the S is just a separate letter. (laughs) Separate acronym. Airdrop emus silently, suspiciously. Suspiciously. I like that. Serpentine. Oh, there goes the brain cell. We just heard the brain cell leave. Frozen? <laughs> <laughs> that little the brain cell was just deployed out of her mouth, actually. Oh, Our special guest, Emu. Emu Elliot over here. Hello. Emu, Emu. Oh I thank God. you. Can we have your input on the story, please? Yeah. <laughs> Just that laugh sounded like an Emu, I swear. Okay. <laughs> You've never heard that before, have you? No. Talk about a backhanded compliment. This time for everything. You know what, though? If you were on Australia, you'd scare a lot of people. I'll tell you that. Oh. Oh. I wonder if that's why I scare Kevin sometimes. No, 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 no. There's a lot of other reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so housing for the soldiers. Okay, so Pierce justified deploying soldiers to fight birds by saying that it would be good target practice. But others argue that some government people may have seen it as a way for him to be seen helping the Western Australian farmers to starve, oh, to stave off secession movement that was brewing. So after that, I looked it up and I was like, why is Western Australia, it's all capitalized, like it's a different country. I'm like, okay, oh. are they separated from like, you know, their union or whatever? Oh, from mm-hmm. how long ago it was? Yeah, and I was like, what is going on? Because they just keep saying Western Australia. And it's capitalized, like mm-hmm. WA. And you could look up online too. It's like, why did WA separate from Australia? So I had looked up, and just a little info on that is that according to peo.gov.au, quote, in 1933, Western Australia held a state referendum to secede from Australia. Western Australians voted yes, and a petition of secession was sent to the British Parliament. But the British Parliament decided it did not have the power to grant secession. As a result, Western Australia remained part of Australia. So they're like, 
it's separate but not the same kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. How many ducks can you fit on that microphone? <laughs> Let's find out. One clicking. It's like, it's quiet. It's like ASMR three. with ducks. <laughs> ASMR of ducks. Three? I think max is three. Wait, can you stack them on top of each other? Make a pyramid? Just circle. There it goes. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> and then fun. there was one. <laughs> I got locked up to lemonade stand. They stand and he says, "Is a man running the stand?" Hey, not that. Bum, that. Bum, bum. Got any grapes? <laughs> the man says, "No, lemonade is all that we've ever sold." <laughs> How about you anyone? give it a try? <laughs> he said, "Bye bye." Yeah, and he waddles away. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so now we get oh. to the war. Or wait, it's actually called the quote war. Oh. In quotation marks, if you want to call it that. So the military was scheduled to start their involvement in October 1932, but was delayed because of a period of rainfall, which caused the emus to scatter and spread over a wider area. And that's what reminded me, though, of the Jurassic Park scene. She's like, oh, they're oh. all running, you know? <laughs> they're flocking this way! They're <laughs> flocking this way. <laughs> you can imagine. So, yeah, they spread over a wider area. Uh, so the rain stopped by November 2nd which is when the troops were deployed in order to assist the farmers and, according to a newspaper account, collect 100 emu skins so their feathers could be used to make hats for light horsemen. Shut Now, what? I, okay. I had to, I was like, what the, f-? is anybody else asking, like, what the fuck a light horseman is? Yes. Is it a horse that carries a light with a guy on it? <laughs> it carries light like a lantern. <laughs> a British are coming. Like, like that guy? Um, I'm happy to tell you that that's wrong. Oh, oh so you have the answer. No. Maybe. Can I get a hint? Maybe I do. A hint? Hold mm. on, I gotta read the answer again. Don't give it away. According to Wikipedia... No. <laughs> Google Actually, you won't... If, if you guys wanted to guess it, you're not gonna be able to guess it, because it doesn't really make sense. It's just oh. a term, and it does, there's no reasoning behind it. It's a guy who rides horses. Yes. <laughs> really? So, according Jockey. to Wikipedia, quote, Australian light horse were mounted troops with characteristics of both cavalry and mounted infantry. See, it has nothing to do with the name. I don't I don't know. Oh. Wait, so I was kind of right. It's guys that ride horses. I mean, yeah, yeah but s- also with the sky blue. Like <laughs> You said we'd never guess it. Renee guessed it. What do I win? <laughs> You Why'd you give her the one? What do I win? You didn't say anything about the mounted infantry and the what cavalry. Do I win? <laughs> you didn't you ask win, for that. You win a roasting sesh. Okay, so anyway, so uh, deployed to fight in the war was actually two soldiers. Uh, wow. They were Sergeant S. McMurray and Gunner J. Halloran. Do you and think Gunner was also? Do you think Gunner hmm? had a gun? Gunner, I barely know her. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. So uh, they also had their commander. So it was three total out there. Uh, And the commander. Wait, three guys. Three guys versus 20,000 emus. Minimum. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that's the infantry that was sent out. (laughs) Wow. So. The tax dollars are not enough. (laughs) <laughs> I guess nobody else wanted to go out. <laughs> Saying so only could get three I people. I mean, 
Kevin can attest. You don't want to fight an emu. <laughs> well, this is probably why. I don't think that they knew. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. they were a protected species before. So they didn't fight emus before. So now their commander was Major... Oh, I had practiced this name too. Hmm. Gwynid, Purves, Wynne Aubrey, Meredith of the Royal Australian Artillery's 7th Heavy Artillery. <laughs> you lost what? me. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I don't remember how I addressed it later. Oh, Major Meredith is how we're going to shorten that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great to me. Okay, so the two soldiers were armed with two Lewis machine guns and 10,000 rounds of ammunition. So that's what they're going Jeez. in with. Now, here's the first attempt. November 2nd. The men went to Campion, where around 50 emus were spotted. Since the birds were too far to be in range of their guns, local settlers tried to herd them into an ambush, but the birds split up into small groups and ran, which made them difficult to target. I feel like that answers one of your guys' questions earlier. Like compies. <laughs> oh, but do you know what? Is that they... They run towards you and gather. They come from small groups and gather. It's kind of like in reverse. You know, if you play something mm. in reverse, mm. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. the opposite effect. They all gather from far and wide, small yeah. groups together as together as one to mm -hmm. attack. Mm -hmm. Emus do the exact opposite, <laughs> which is very smart. Which is weird because yeah. I think it's they're one of the birds where like the their brain is like the size of like their eyeball. You know, just mm -hmm. like ostriches. It's super tiny and. And you. And me. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot in common. And we both, we all three can't fly. So, <laughs> wow. Also, Kevin's <laughs> been waiting to joke you out for a while. But, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, yeah, I know. Not in a nasty way. Or, or is it? Hmm. Either oh. way, threatening me with a good time. Oh. oh. <laughs> Marketplace I won't all be the upset around. either way. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting to throat punch you and choke you. <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> right back at you, bitch. He's going to go to a slap battle. <laughs> okay, so even though the first round of gunfire was a bit of a failure, a second round was able to kill, quote, a number of emus. These numbers, though, very loose. So oh, whenever no. you hear a number of emus, very loose because there's only three people that were out there they can and they two. can say whatever they yeah kill right two. when they say a number they don't even specify what number mm -hmm. first of all wow. they're just like yeah hey, yeah like we did good couple, we killed a few. number yeah we how many a, a number mm -mm, yeah you know <laughs> so second uh yeah second round a number of emus later in the day they encountered a small flock and quote perhaps a dozen emus were killed so now, uh, November 4th, two days later, Major Meredith prepared for an ambush near a local dam and over a thousand emus were spotted heading towards them. Holy this time, shit. they waited on opening fire until the emus were in close proximity. After only 12 birds, by the way, 12 out of a thousand birds were killed. The gun jammed and the remaining emus scattered and then no more were sighted that day. <laughs> Stop. That's a slap in the face. That's funny. 
So you got 12 emus out of 1,000, and you have t- at least two machine guns and 10,000 rounds. Okay. Damn. So it's another clear victory for the birds. So now we're at soldiers zero, emus two, <laughs> if we're keeping score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So over the next few days, Major Meredith decided to move further south as the birds were, quote, reported to be fairly tame. But, of course, their success was minimal. By day four, Army observers noted that, quote, each pack seems to have its own leader now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They've developed leaders now. That that made me think of the episode of Bob's Burgers where Linda has to peck each of the turkeys to assert her dominance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think of that. <laughs> She's the you know you got to you got to have a leader somehow for real. Okay, so it has its own leader now, a big black plumed bird which stands fully 6 feet high and keeps watch while his mate his mates carry out their work of destruction and warns them of our approach. End quote. <laughs> Yikes, 6 foot? <laughs> oh yeah, the emus are 6 feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, Easy. they're ginormous. Jesus. Yeah, well, they normally like, they're, like, crushed a little bit with, when they stand all the way up, when they have tall. their neck all the way up, yeah. They look like oh, ostriches. Yeah. Like, they're mm-hmm. big birds, dude. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I have fun facts at the very end, and one of them is that uh, they're cousins to each other. So, that their emus and not ostriches are basically the same. So, now, at one point, Major Meredith decided to change things up by mounting one of the guns on a truck. Oh. So they could fire at the emus <laughs> while moving. I thought you were going to say right? by mounting an emu. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would work. <laughs> Start well, riding mean, it. None of the tactics you. actually work. Don't attack. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So they mounted a gun on a truck so they could fire at the emus while moving. But this was as effective as the previous ambushes had been. <laughs> Spoiler. Shocker. I'm completely shocked. The truck couldn't gain on the birds, and the ride was so rough that the gunner couldn't fire any shots. The gunner or gunner the gunner? The gunner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's the same guy who had the title of gunner. (laughs) There's only three people there, and they didn't say the major, so I'm assuming it's the gunner and not the sergeant. But Gunner named Gunner or just the Gunner? That wasn't his name. That's his title. Aww, I thought it was his name. No, it was Gunner J. Like O'Hollandale or something like that. I don't God know. damn it! I'm still over here thinking it was his name. Like a prophecy. <laughs> I legit. Like doctor, doctor. That's why I made the joke. Like, did somebody give Gunner the gun? Man. <laughs> Sorry, it's your fine. joke didn't work out. We got to go back yeah. to the 1930s. Okay, so now no, it's November 8th, six days into the war. Uh, 2,500 rounds of ammunition had been fired. It's not clear how many birds were killed. One account estimates 50 emus, but accounts from settlers range from 200 to 500. So here's the thing. Saying mm-hmm. 50 dead or 500 dead is a pretty a big, big gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, 
So there was with the humiliating and negative local media coverage, which actually claimed only a few emus had died. Members in the Australian House of Representatives discussed the operation and Serge George Pierce withdrew the military personnel and guns. Uh, <clears throat> throughout the six days, the local media was all over what was going on. The newspapers were constantly printing new war strategies created by experts, all of whom later <laughs> recounted that it would take more than a few bullets to bring down the emus. Yeah, I mean, 20,000. <laughs> No, it's like 25. Okay, so it's like 2,500 rounds of ammunition were used, and you may be killed. Let's give them the benefit of doubt. At least 100. Yeah. You know, whereas newspapers were saying only like a couple, a few emus. Yeah. Maybe you killed 2,500 rounds of ammunition. <laughs> no. Max, you killed 500. Not a like, chance. that's not, that's not yeah. good. So it was also revealed subsequently that nearly all of the emus escaped the attack so that there so subsequently no emu was killed. <laughs> so either have zero or five hundred at this point. Oh yeah, no. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, so following the withdrawal, Major Meredith compared the emus to Zulus, which I meant to look up what that was, but I I didn't. But uh he commented on their impressive maneuverability. Even when badly wounded, he said, quote, if we had a military division with the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. They are like Zulus whom even dumb, dumb bullets could not stop. <laughs> dumb, dumb bullets. Dumb. <laughs> oh, my dumb, God. Dumb, 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 gum, gum. Yes. Um, give me gum gum. Boom boom. Firepowers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I read that whole quote. I had to read it like three times before it made sense. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm still gonna, just gonna throw it. In. It's gonna make sense to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like it'll click somewhere down the road. Not now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even know what Zulus are. I meant to look it up, but I was like, ah, well, maybe that quote will suffice. But I don't think so. Can you spell it Z U L U? Yeah, Z U L U S. Sounds really familiar. I, I was thinking like some kind of like Greek mythology it must be or something. Zulu. But then maybe I was thinking of um, Zeus. Zulu is like a tribe. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Okay, that's bad. Zazu. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, then we won't look further into that. Um, <laughs> the emus. <laughs> yeah. It's about a tribe. Oh, never mind. We're <laughs> leaving that. <laughs> So the emus continued their attack on the crops and farmers, again, who asked for support. Uh, they explained that the hot weather and drought brought in emus by the thousands. James, James Mitchell, the premier, I don't think that's what that word is supposed to be, but anyways, the premier of Western Australia shared his strong support to renew the military assistance. At the same time, there was a report issued by the base commander, which indicated that 300 emus had been killed in the initial operation. Oh, wow. <sighs> Love all I, the numbers. It, the numbers are everywhere. Oh, hey. <laughs> Zazu. Zazu. Zazu made a special guest appearance next to the bluebird. Oh, wait, mm. we got two bluebirds in this episode. It's a blue yes. duck. You... Oh, I guess it's a bird. A bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Say it. Say it. <laughs> That's exactly what talk about a dumb dumb. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so acting on the request and the base commander's report, on November 12th, the Minister of Defense approved the resumption of the military efforts. In the Senate, he had to defend his decision and explain why the soldiers were necessary to handle the serious agricultural threat that the large emu population provided. Even though the military agreed to lend the guns to the Western Australian government with the expectation that they would deploy the necessary people, Meredith, remember Major Meredith, was sent right back out to the field because there was a lack of experienced machine gunners in the state. Dang. So I guess that's the only person who can go out. (laughs) All right. So now, second attempt. The first day of attempt number two was November 13th. Surprisingly, the military actually had a little bit of success over the first two days when they killed approximately 40 emus. Oh. The third, I mean, that's a lot better than all of the other accounts of of the whole first attempt. Yeah. The third day was less successful, but... By the end of November, the Australian military was launching a full-blown war against the emus day after day. Every day, soldiers responded to reports of more birds flocking there with a, quote, strategy of their own to counterattack. Soldiers would get closer and shoot the birds from all directions, but the numbers of kills were only in the dozens. What? Then, (laughs) I know. A lot of the math, a lot of the math isn't mapping, but I mean, that just goes to show the emus. Yeah. So then they even shifted over to gorilla, gorilla warfare, but without much luck. Every time they would use a new strategy, the emus would just adapt to the battle. Oh, (laughs) they feisty fuckers. They morph. Yeah. And they're classified as one of the dumbest birds in the world. And it's just like. They just adapt to everything. Mighty Morphin Emus. <laughs> okay, so by December 2nd, the soldiers were killing approximately 100 emus per week, which is about 14 emus per day that they're killing now. Oh, dang. Wow. What are they On doing December- with all the bodies? Yeah. Um, they were. They did that whole recycling thing with the light horse men thing oh. hmm. yeah uh, also later on there's another strategy that's involved with the killing and capturing of emus i'll get to that um on december 10th after 38 days of battling the army was asked to call off the great emu war and major meredith was recalled in his report he claimed 986 kills with 9,860 rounds, which is a rate of exactly 10 rounds per confirmed kill. Jeez. Now, there was also things that I saw, I was just like, how can you even trust that number? Because that is so, yeah. that's such a divisible number in itself. Yeah. Well, it's a divisible number in itself. How do you have 986 kills using 9860 rounds? You know, yeah. like the same number. But, yeah, that's a rate of exactly 10 rounds per kill. Uh, Meredith also claimed there were also 2,500. Whoa. 2,500. 2,500 wounded animals that died from their injuries. 
So you got to have that 9860 plus 2500 then. Mm, I, I don't know. Okay. A lot of it stopped making sense. Yeah. So, and that's the only person who's like reporting on it. Uh, of course, uh, word of the war spread and even got to conservationists in the UK and they weren't happy. They called the quote, the war, uh-huh. a, oh, actually an exact quote here, extermination of the rare emu. Uh, <laughs> Dominic Servanti. Emu. <laughs> so actually fun fact is that emus are only native to Australia. Uh, all of the others have been imported to other countries. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's part of my fun facts. That's there. I was like, I had no idea. I didn't even think about it. It's not but uh, that comes in. That comes in later. But uh, Dominic's Servanty and Hubert Whittle, uh, their eminent Australian ornithologists, described the war as quote an attempt at the mass destruction of the birds. According to wow. the Melbourne Argus, I think that's how you say it, or something, of uh, November 19th, 1932, when Sir George Pierce was asked if there was a, quote, more humane, if less spectacular method, he said that only those familiar to emu country could understand the damage done. And that just tells me, it's just like, <laughs> unless you have been there fighting those emus, you have you no idea what it's like out there. Right? No idea. I used to walk both yeah. hills, both ways. <laughs> okay. snow. Both hills? Sorry, yeah. listen. <laughs> my hum, my hum, my the hum, Long Island hum. tea gets to you. <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay, so on Doing August something. 23rd, 1935, an article in the Cool Guardy, these people and their names, Cool Guardy Minor reported that. Even though the use Rebecca of machine major? guns were, I'm kidding, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you said minor. I had yeah. to say major. Just the name, and I had to pick it. <laughs> no, this is the sorry. off-brand. <laughs> so Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Great value version. Yeah, no, but this is the good value version. <laughs> okay, so uh, they reported that even though the use of machine guns were criticized in many quarters, the oh wait. They were, this is a whole quote from it. Criticized in many quarters, the method proved effective and saved what remained of the wheat, which I, everything else has said otherwise, but okay. Wow. All that fighting for fucking wheat. Yeah, it's exactly. Like I forgot about the wheat. It's a They were devastating the farms. I mean, the farmers were pissed either way. They're pissed yeah. that they had to have this access. And then the emus are coming and taking it. And mm-hmm. they could have been selling it for literally literal pennies. But yeah. which, because the, the price kept falling too. So they were basically had, having to give it away. But for the fact that it was stolen from them. And then the Australian government wasn't providing them with what they were promised. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Ugh. So in 1934, 1943, and 1948... Farmers once again requested military assistance, but were turned down by the Australian government. Instead, they were provided with free ammunition whenever they needed it and advised to take advantage of the bounty system that had been created in 1923, which actually proved to be effective as 57,034 bounties were claimed over a six-month period alone in 1934. 
So oh the bounty system God. is where they would kill emus, bring them over to the government, and the government would give them money yeah. for them. So I, that's what I was talking about where I'll talk about it later. Yeah, the farmers no. would just do it themselves and then bring in the bodies. That oh, yeah. And so those were called bounties, and there was fifty-seven over 57,000 in a, just six months in 1934. Jeez. Alone, which is a lot more than what initially <laughs> what would happen before. Yeah. But yeah, they were given free ammunition whenever they needed it by the government to do that. To like hella multiply. Yeah, that got like real drastic real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so the farmers the were also promised... Sorry. I'm sorry? I thought you said Jurassic, not drastic. Mm. <laughs> hey, it goes both ways. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Stop distracting him. <laughs> okay, but you're sneeze though, too. Don't blame it all on Brie. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I do what I can. Okay, so. <laughs> do what I can. I'm, I'm what sorry, it's going to happen again. <laughs> Renee, it's okay. <laughs> it's going to happen again right now. Bless you. Is it right now? Not anymore. How about right now? <laughs> she fucking hates us. Right now? Oh, oh she's muted. <laughs> I just saw that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so anyways, the farmers were also promised a 200 kilometer tall anti-emu wall, which can be paid for by New Zealand. No. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand's gonna pay for it. I'm gonna pay for the wall. <laughs> So uh, anti-emu wall would be built, but in true Australian government fashion, that never fully materialized. Oh, no. So the, the farmers... Emus. Poor everyone involved, except for the Australian government. So the farmers killed emus and collected bounties for many years. Between 1945 and 1960... Over 284,000 bounties were claimed. That's a lot. That's a lot of freaking emus. That is a lot. (laughs) But actually, now that I think about it, considering 57,000 was in one six-month period in one year, you know? I don't know, but that's still still a lot of emus. Mm -hmm. Um, Western Australia continued to pay bounties for emus up until 1999. So up until when Kaylee was born. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, quote, uh, when wild emus came under protection of federal legislation to protect biodiversity, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, that's when they made them uh, a protected species again was in 1999. They they weren't vermin anymore. Because they're like, oh, now we're getting down to the wire. (laughs) Killed a little too many. I... (laughs) I don't know. Um, according to the Australian Wildlife Protection Council, the law on hunting emus is very clear. Uh, even though their status has been changed back to protected species, they can be killed if they enter private properties and with appropriate gun licenses. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, it's not it's not um, encouraged anymore, basically. Yeah. But it was up until 1999. So... Now, in a crazy twist, in the 70s, farmers decided to stop fighting the emus and instead start farming them. Oh. And huh. this is how Listen. this is how other countries get uh, emus, basically. 
So this is when the first farmed emus were created within the 70s. Uh, according to Crocodile Undone, it <sighs> began with capturing wild emus and feeding them primarily wheat, which is like the exact... Wheat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, what were you doing the whole time? Full <laughs> circle. Let's just full, yeah, full circle, real circle. quick. It really is. It's it's actually kind of like just backpedaling, full on backpedaling mm-hmm. in a way. So by the nineties, emu farming caught on in all of the Australian states. Which, by the way, there's only like seven Australian states. If you didn't know, that's pretty wild. I didn't know. It's a whole continent. But uh, by the oh yeah, so by the nineties, blah blah blah. And by the mid-90s, there were over 60,000 emus being farmed. With their protected status, the emu population in Australia is estimated to be at at least 600,000. And they have been classified as being, quote, of least concern. Oh. If I was all of those dead emus from the fucking war, I'd be so pissed off. Serious. I'd be well, haunting how many everybody. were there though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, however, according to Scientific America, wild populations of emus remain, quote, at risk of local extinction due to encroaching human activity. Whatever that means. <laughs> uh, the emu war was summarized by Australian ornithologist Dominic. Dominic Servanty, who I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, quote, the machine gunners dreams of point blank fire into serried masses of emus were soon dissipated. The emu command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics and its unwieldy army soon split up into innumerable small units that made use of the military equipment uneconomic. Mm-hmm. A crestfallen field force therefore withdrew from the combat area after about a month. Wow. There are a lot of big words in there, and I hope you yeah, all understood so it, because I just read it. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I just read that. But yeah, so now over to the fun facts. Yeah. Um, emus are only native to Australia. They are the second tallest living bird. Hmm. Uh, like the ostrich, they are flightless and have long legs and long necks. Uh, despite being flightless, emus can move terrifyingly fast yeah mm-hmm. up to 30 miles an hour mm-hmm. this which also makes them a formidable foe on the battlefield yeah yeah kevin originally was chasing the uh emu in his patrol car before he was able to jeez hand to hand and you wouldn't think mm-hmm. you wouldn't think like the t-rex can get up to 25 miles an hour this freaking six-foot bird yeah. gets mm-hmm. up to 30 yeah jeez louise Okay, and the emu is 95% usable, which I had no idea. Uh, therefore, is barely there's barely any wastage to the bird, and that's according to chicken. <laughs> chicken rolls? <laughs> this cracks me up every time. ChickenwhispererMagazine.com. <laughs> chicken whisperer. Uh, so, yeah, so they're 95% usable, and uh, there's... The emu actually is also on the Australian coat of arms and was before then, but is also also on the coat of arms is uh, the kangaroo, which is oh. also seen as a nuisance to yeah. Australians. Yeah, they're oh. like rats, so, pigeons. That's it's pretty funny. If you were to put a rat and a pigeon on coat of arms, that's basically what it is. Yeah. What the hell? 
Wow. Yeah, so I thought that was hilarious. And then the last one is an action comedy movie retelling of the events written by John Cleese, Monty Franklin, and Rob Schneider was oh, originally wow. slated for release in 2022, but is now scheduled to begin production <gasps> this year in 2023. Oh, oh that's going to be amazing. <laughs> Rob Schneider is going to be on yes. it. So. Okay, guess we know what movie we're going to see next. Yuppers. I mean, there's going to start production now, so probably we got to wait for uh, 2025. Yeah. Maybe. But um, yeah, so sources are Wikipedia, VeteranLife.com, RepublicWorld.com, HistoryHit.com, TheMeatEater.com, NMA.gov.au, PEO.gov.au, and Grunge.com. Oh, and then the Chicken Whisper magazine, too. That's... Yeah. Funny, <laughs> I like that. It also kind of made me think of Kangaroo Jack the movie, so I wonder, like, yes. if it's gonna be that same kind of about that too style or something. We gotta rewatch that though, because that came out in like what two thousand one or something. It still holds up. It's so funny. Yeah, uh, I just saw the one guy on a, um, you know, what's his name? One guy, he's on a commercial. He was always oh, doing a show with Cedric the Entertainer about barbecue. Mm. That guy's so skinny now. He's lost so much weight. And I saw the commercial a couple hours ago. Mm. And I was like, wow, I remember him in Kangaroo Jack when he was so big. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you see the veins on his arms and everything. You see Crazy. the bones. He's so skinny. Interesting. All right, close it out, Michael, yeah. so I can go pee and go to bed. <laughs> pee out your asshole. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> where uh, all of y'all can follow us uh, at different places, uh, you can email us at oddstrangeanddrunk at gmail.com. Follow us on all of the social meds at Odd Strange Drunk. Looks like our Facebook, it is Odd Strange and Drunk. Um, Renee needs to update the Instagram. I need to get started on the TikTok. Tiki tick tick. But yeah, send us send us messages of uh, you know any ideas that you have or any topics you think we should do. Yes, please. Any funny stories you might have. I think that is it. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen to us next time. I think it's going to be Renee's turn. Yeah. Yes. And don't be an asshole like an emu. Hmm? <laughs> no, be smart like an emu, though. Yeah. <laughs> Their tactic yeah. on point. Operation yes. Aid. Yeah. <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. No. <laughs> Just aid. Just the one. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye.